Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Day number 339, Mr. President. Hour two, Sean Hannity Show, toll free, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. So if Republicans take back the House in November, Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio will be the head of the Judiciary Committee. That would put him in a position where the agenda would dramatically shift and a number of investigations will start taking place in Congress. He's here to talk about that and also about the hearing on Wednesday on this, quote, assault weapons ban and pending hearing should the GOP take back the House in November. I think we have a much better shot at the House than the Senate. I'm not Pollyannish. I'm not buying everybody's overly optimistic scenario that we win everything and it's going to be a landslide i'm just i'm until the votes are counted i'm not going there the opportunity certainly exists it's going to take you the american people fed up with record high gas prices and a 41 year high of inflation and that's why i've been deputizing all of you because if you want change this is your opportunity congressman jim jordan how are you my friend i'm good sean and that is that is well said you know your background in athletics uh you know that you, you, you never want to be overconfident. You want to be confident. You want to campaign confidently. You want to go about your whatever your your, your tasks are. You want to do that in a confident manner, but never overconfident. So, yeah, we gotta we got to work hard and make sure we win this uh, so we can stop the, the left's attack on liberty, the left's assault on everything, the intentional actions they're taking that are giving us the, the, you know, the crime, the, the border that's no longer the border, the energy craziness that's $5 gas, and, and of course, the 41-year high inflation. So, uh 
I think uh, I think the people get it and they're motivated. Uh, the great people of this country understand it. And I do think it's going to go well for us, but you're right. Let's do it in a confident way, not an overconfident way. So one of the things McCarthy and Newt Gingrich have been pointing out is Republicans need to run on a very specific agenda, yep. something similar to the contract, not necessarily the contract, but promises to the American people. Uh, they've been, you know, talking about law and order and safety and security and education and the Control Borders Act and energy independence yep. and lower taxes. And if Republicans get control of the House, they can pass these things. If we manage to also get control of the Senate, uh, not only will we pass it, they will be sent to Joe Biden's desk, or I would expect a quick veto, wouldn't you? Yeah, so, but we still need to do it. That, that's a great point. We still need to pass legislation that would secure the border, legislation that would make us energy independent, legislation that would bring down the, the record cost Americans are paying, which is the worst tax in history, this inflation thing. We still need to pass those things that make sense, that would help American families. And if Joe Biden vetoes it, he vetoes it, but you help frame up the 2024 election. And then also what we need to do are the investigations. Our constitutional duty says we're supposed to do proper oversight so the American people have the truth, have the facts. Why is it that we have a border that's no longer a border? Why is the Department of Justice investigating and targeting moms and dads to show up at school board meetings? You know, why is it that, that there's a double standard and that, that if any of the Trump kids did anything close to what Hunter Biden did, it would be, if they did, it would be, there would be action by the Justice Department. Oh no, nothing's happened there. So there's so many things where we need the facts and the truth to, to get those to the country so that at least they know. They know the truth. And so that'll be a big effort, I think, as well, if, in fact, um, the people of this great country give us the majority. Like, for example, you were kicked off the January 6th committee, you and Congressman Jim Banks. And at that point, they replaced you with Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, you know, two yeah. people that, that voted to impeach Trump, number one, and number two, hate Donald Trump. So basically, you you know, there, there are so many things that they wouldn't look into. For example, yeah. I don't I don't know anything about this this woman that gives us blockbuster testimony but there are reports that the secret service is contradicting her story about donald trump on january 6th all you'd have yep. to do is get a sworn affidavit from the from the secret service did that happen or did it not i know that one of the president's attorneys hirschman th says that wasn't her handwriting that she claimed under oath to be it's my handwriting i've you wanted the truth you can get a handwriting expert they'd be able to ascertain that pretty quickly yeah. and then the biggest question that i had is did jo donald trump in fact authorize up to twenty thousand troops to be available two days prior i have four people of the five in the room that that confirmed that that happened and a fifth yeah. person in the room and that would be the chairman of the joint chiefs uh through his spokesperson has said to me that he recalls having conversations with donald trump prior to january 6th about protecting the capital so i mean that's five out of five at, le yeah. at least on some level agreeing that a lot of effort was talked about ahead of time why didn't they bring in nancy pelosi why didn't they bring in the sergeant of arms or the capitol police chief that himself had called on numerous occasions for the guard to be called up uh why yeah. didn't they bring in muriel bowser who in writing rejected any guard troops you know, it seems yeah. like if we really want to prevent something like this from happening again, we could do it. But you have to have the right intention in a hearing besides, you know, bludgeoning one person and, and pushing forth a narrative. Uh, if the president, in fact, called up and authorized those troops, wouldn't that blow their narrative out of the water? Sure would. And that's why Chairman of the Committee, Vinnie Thompson, said that Pelosi was off limits. They weren't going to do that. They weren't going to investigate the very thing you just talked about, which we all know was was it was the truth that President Trump had offered to have National the Guard there. And you're 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 so accurate on 
telling. We have caught them now in eight specific things that they told the American people that were not accurate. We've caught, I mean, they, they, they lied about Bernie Carrick's travels. They, 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 they lied about uh, Barry Laubermuck conducting a reconnaissance tour. They lied about Jenna Ellis's documents. They lied about Eric Hirschman's note. They lied about the Secret Service. And they lied about me twice. Uh, they lied about a text message I had forwarded to, to uh, uh, Mark Meadows. They, they, they presented a video where, where I said in the, in the video, it was on, on the Fox Network, I said January 6th is the ultimate date of significance in a presidential contest. And they, they, they left out the key phrase at the start of that where I said the late Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg said January 6th is the ultimate date in, the, in a presidential contest, because that's when the, the electors are, are confirmed. So they've taken, and then, of course, the eighth one was, it's been reported in the press that Pat Cipollone said if he was asked during his deposition uh, about whether he made the statement, if we go to the Capitol, we're going to get charged with all kinds of crimes, he said he would, have, he would have testified under oath that he did not say that. So th- that's eight that we know of, and remember, we don't get to see the transcripts. We don't get to see the thousands of documents they have. We don't get any access to that, and we've already caught them in eight lies. So imagine how many well, other I, I, I know of two specific to people that testified before the committee that they were in the room when Trump authorized the troops. Now, either they did, or yeah. either they were there, or they, they committed perjury. They don't want to, they don't want to and, inquire about that. You're and right. here's the other thing. You know, we had 574 riots in the summer of 2020. We had dozens of Americans die. We had billions in property damage and thousands of police officers injured. Can you explain to me why nobody gets prosecuted from those riots? Why it was okay for Kamala Harris to say they're not going to stop, they shouldn't stop, we're not going to stop. You better take note, you better beware that this is going to continue. And then tweeting out support for a bail fund for the rioters after they burned down a police precinct. Why is that not equally important? Or the nine people who were working for the Colbert show, who the Justice Department oh. said, even though they were taken, told not to come back, you had to have a, and, and, and kicked out of the Capitol complex and then came back in the office uh, building, that, that, that they're not. Or how about the 50? Now think about this, Sean. 50 pro-life crisis pregnancy centers and churches have been attacked in the last 11 weeks. 50. I mean, how, how about some action and, and condemnation from the left of that kind of violence that's taking place against pro-life communities, uh, pro-life centers, and, 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 and places of worship around our country? You and I have been consistent. Conservatives have been consistent. We've condemned violence every single time it has happened. It'd be nice if the left would do the same thing and be consistent and, and, uh, and, and, and to be clear, treatment under the law. I did it in real time on this radio yeah, program I on January 6th. I did it that night. I said, let me stop right here. If you're a conservative and you support Donald Trump, you cannot support this. This is not who we are as a country. But I also said the same thing about the summer riots of 2020. What would be the top top things that Republicans in charge would be investigating? Well, the the, the treatment of bombs and dads. We've had over a dozen FBI agents come forward to our committee, uh, to Republicans on our committee as whistleblowers about actions by the Justice Department, and specifically their concerns about what what Merrick Garland and the White House cooked up to go after moms and dads. Over two dozen parents have been targeted by by our Justice Department, investigated by the FBI for simply speaking up for their for their kids. The border, when you no longer have a border, when month after month after month after month we set records in illegal immigrants coming into our country that has to be investigated of course the origins of this virus that so disrupted our 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 country for for a year and a half that has to be investigated and i would also add to that list the simple fact that thousands of americans tax returns were made public in direct violation of the law 
what happened at the IRS where, where, where the, the, that, that took place? That is not supposed to happen in our great country. So all those things need to be investigated. Uh, but this general attack on liberty that we're seeing, attack on First Amendment rights, Second Amendment rights, Fourth Amendment due process rights, that is, that is the most frightening to me and what the Judiciary Committee is supposed to protect. We'll be looking into all that. You know, it's so important, I think, that we, we get to the bottom of all of this. At the end of the day, what I'm most afraid of for the country, too, is, and we went through all of the three years, we, we exposed every lie, the total conspiracy, yep. hoax, lies, propaganda, misinformation, abuse of power, corruption, involving the Trump-Russia collusion narrative. Now we know yep. that it was a dirty Russian disinformation dossier that Hillary Clinton paid for. Our allies in the media mob disseminated that false information before the election. Uh, it says at the top of a FISA warrant, verified. We now know all the information in the dossier was uh, unverifiable because it was all false. It's been debunked, but it was, was used as the foundation for four FISA applications. Nobody's been held accountable, and looks like the statute of limitations are kicking in, and nobody's going to be held accountable. No, it's it's... It's, you know, it's what's so frustrating for the American people, frustrating for you and I, because I remember some back in 2017, late 2017, 2018, there were only a handful of us. There were some great journalists like you and, and, and Laura and others, people who were, you, you were on the front edge of this, and a handful of us in Congress, and we were all called crazy. But it turned out that everything we said turned out to be accurate. And the only thing I think we, we really missed was it was worse than we thought. Um, so I appreciate your effort there. But, yeah, it's so frustrating because it never seems like, you know, that the, 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 the Unequal treatment. You know, there's one standard for the so-called elite liberals in this town and a different standard for us, us regular folks and the, and the good folks who listen to your program. So um, I find it frustrating. We're going to try to change that and focus on, again, as I said before, if, if we're given control uh, of the Congress, we're going to focus on getting the truth to the, uh, to the American people. All right, quick break. We'll come back more with Congressman Jim Jordan of Ohio and uh, your calls on the other side, 800-941-SEAN, our number if you want to be a part of the program as we continue. The show. more with Ohio Congressman Jim Jordan looking ahead to if Republicans take back the House. What will that mean for investigations that will be taking place? Are you better off than you were two years ago? That to me ought to be the question. Are, is, are, are the borders better off? Uh, are we more safe and secure? Is there more law and order? Uh, how, how are the doubling of a gallon of gasoline? How's that working out for the people of Ohio? Because it's not going over pretty well with me. Everything we yeah. pay and every store we go to costs dramatically more because of the Biden economic and energy policies. How's that yeah. working out? How's it working out yeah. abroad? Uh, America's standing in the world. I mean, we've become a laughing stock because we have a president that doesn't know that today's Tuesday. Yeah, less money in your wallet, less gas in your car, less freedom for you and your family. Um, and as you point out, we're, we're less respected around the world. No, it's, it's that's Joe Biden's America. And the, the thing that's most troubling is it's so much of it is intentional. They're intentionally doing this to our border. When you, they're intentionally doing this inflation, this 41-year inflation. When you spend like crazy, pay people not to work and drive up the cost of energy, you know you're going to get inflation. It is intentional. So that is the most, I guess, troubling aspect of all this. Joe Biden said he's going to eliminate fossil fuels. Yeah. This is what yeah. it looks like. Yes, it's, it's, it's scary. I'm going to eliminate it. 
Well, he's a elim- yeah. You know, the funny thing is their definition, though, of elimination is we'll eliminate domestic production, but we'll beg uh, dictators <laughs> yeah. around the globe like Putin, the mullahs in Iran, the Venezuelan dictator. Uh, yeah. We'll beg the Saudis, the pariah nation. We'll beg OPEC, and they'll reject us, but we'll keep begging for it. Yeah, no, it's like we went from, I mean, and that, that's like maybe the one that is most, I think, just front and center for, for the American people. We literally went from energy independence under President Trump to now two years later, the president of the United States begging all those individuals, all those entities you just talked about. I hate about to tell country. you, it's not two years, it's 18 months. Yeah, yes, it's like that's how, that's how. That's how bad know, it is. Yeah, I had a lady at a, at a town hall a while back. Uh, she was an older lady, probably in her 80s, little lady sitting on the front row, and a little talk with some constituents. And she literally got, got teary-eyed when she looked at me and she said, I never thought it could get this bad this fast. And that's, that's where the American people are. So, again, let's go campaign confidently and talk about what we're going to do to help families, to help the you know, average Americans across this great country, um, and let's win this election. Well, I think that's key. And then you'll be in charge of the committee and some serious investigative work can get done. And one of the things I want looked at the most is Joe Biden says he had no knowledge, no discussion ever with zero experience. Hunter, uh, we now know that's a complete lie and that yep. we know that they sold access. And if it, yep. the last name were Trump, you and I both know that that Donald Trump would be impeached over it. Let's see what happens to Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, anyway, no, no kidding. Jim Jordan, always a pleasure. Thank you, my friend. God bless you. God bless America. We need a new government as soon as possible. Elections matter. Do you know where your president is? I don't know. Yep, he's sound asleep in his bed with not a care in the world. Must be nice, Joe. The rest of us will keep working. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN, our number, if you want to be a part of the program. Interesting little developments. You now see the mob, the media, turning on Biden because even... They can't avoid the obvious anymore that this guy's a wreck and a cognitive mess and embarrassing president for the country, not up to the job, weak, frail, a cognitive, you know, in every way, he's just embarrassing the country. Now you've got even media mob and and Democrats now starting to criticize even like his Saudi trip. But the problem with with all of this is they all support this Green New Deal insanity. But here's some of the media mob and Democrats turning on Biden's trip, especially as it related to uh, Saudi Arabia. He fist bumped Mohammed bin Salman, the man responsible, according to Biden's own director of national intelligence, for ordering a brutal murder of a Washington Post journalist, killing him and then dismembering him with a bone saw. I mean... That fist bump photograph, I think a lot of Americans saw that and were revolted by it. Should Biden have gone? No, I I don't think so. You have a a leader of that country uh, who was involved in the murder of a Washington Post journalist. Uh, I don't think that that type of government should be rewarded uh, with a visit by the president. I don't think that Biden gets a pass just because he's a Democrat, just because uh, that he's a Democratic president. You know, I think that this it, it's bad no matter um, how you look at it. Oh, OK. It's bad no matter how you look at it. 
this this up till now this wasn't happening but the, the problem is democrats now and the media mob now sees what is the possibility of a massive loss in november so this is all about them and maintaining power and if it means throwing joey overboard and replacing him with somebody that'll do the exact same stupid stuff he's doing that's fine with them john is in oklahoma john you're on the sean hannity show glad you called hey hey there sean it's a true honor to speak with you and uh you know first off real quick i want to just say thank you for your faithfulness to god and what you do uh because after we lost uh rush limbaugh thank god that you and mark levin were there in place and could be used by him to keep up the work well we can't nobody can replace you know the goat the greatest of all time but you know we're all trying our best and i know one thing about rush rush loved this country and loved individualism, loved opportunity, loved freedom, loved success, loved capitalism, loved our Constitution. And I know there's nothing else that he would want more than for all of us, you know, to, to pick up, pick ourselves up by our bootstraps and fight on every day, because that's what he did his whole career. Oh, without question. Without question. Um, Sean, my, my thing is, during, during the uh, Trump administration, it kind of aggravated me that, you know, uh, and it does now with this January 6th clown show, that, you know, you don't see Trump being defended by himself. I mean, you know, him coming out and saying, okay, let's address every accusation from the January 6th commission, and here's how they're wrong. And is he ever going to get that chance to do that, or are they actually afraid to have him come to the committee because they know what he's going to say. Well, they've, they've been holding out that they may subpoena him and may subpoena Vice President Pence, and they may subpoena basically the whole world. The problem with the committee is manyfold, not the least of which is they've had people, because we've interviewed them, that have testified before the committee that said they were in the room when Trump authorized the National Guard troops. Now, that would blow the narrative that was predetermined, which is Donald Trump wanted this to happen. They show a lot of edited parts of interviews. They show uh, a lot of edited parts of his speech from that day. Interestingly, they keep out the part that said many of you will peacefully and patriotically march to the Capitol so your voices will be heard. They forget that part. Um, I don't know who Cassidy Hutchinson is. I have no idea. But they, supposedly she was their star witness. They got more star witnesses coming on, I guess, Thursday's their final hearing, whatever. And but. You know, there are certain questions as it relates to the veracity of what she testified to. For example, the reports that said Secret Service agents dispute her report about what happened with Donald Trump trying to commandeer the beast, the car that he was being driven in. Uh, there are reports. Uh, I know that Eric Hirschman was, I guess, an attorney for Trump at the time, uh, says that's my handwriting. She claims it's hers. No, that's mine. Well, you could bring in handwriting experts if you wanted to get to the bottom of it. But I think the most important thing would be to get to the bottom of did the president, you know, take the, the fact that we we were coming off a summer of, of 574 riots seriously. You always have bad actors in in large crowds. Um, and did the president really authorize these troops or not? Because if he authorized them, it blows the entire predetermined narrative out of the water that he wanted this to happen and didn't do anything to stop it. You know what? what and, and in many ways, you, you have to then bring in Nancy Pelosi, the sergeant of arms. You have to bring in Chuck Schumer. You have to bring in Muriel Bowser. You have to bring in the Capitol Police chief. You know, but again, what, what's the goal here? Is the goal to prevent this from ever happening again? Because that would be my goal. 
And I can tell you right now, from my perspective, we can't have elected officials, our institutions attacked. I would I would set up a perimeter around the Capitol. You know, those those the exact same cement blocks that prevent cars from driving into 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue should be set up. Um, I also think you need a large fence set up around the perimeter of the Capitol. You can make it look nice like the one around the White House. And I think you've got to protect all our elected officials. I, I don't hear anybody talk about how to prevent it from happening again. And if they really cared about violence, then you have to ask the question, why are they ignoring the 574 riots in the summer of 2020? They're not doing that either. You know, from my perspective is they've, they've had an agenda, have an agenda, and, and that's they could have written this report on day one, but they want to put on a big show. And, you know, their hope is, is that by ignoring exculpatory information that the politicized Justice Department of Joe Biden uh, might act and, and go after maybe even Donald Trump himself. That's that's the way I interpret it. Well, you know, and the thing about it is what I, you know, ask myself is how anybody can take this January 6th uh, commission seriously when Adam Schiff and that the ones that tried to perpetrate the uh, impeachment, the false lying impeachment against Trump, not once, but twice. And all this looks like is like a third attempt at an impeachment on Trump. And it's like well, you, you have multiple totally people that? on the committee that that. You know, challenged the the elections of either either George W. Bush or Donald Trump in 2016. So it's a little it's it's not a it's, it doesn't get lost on me, but the pub general public likely doesn't know. Or Benny Thompson saying the speaker is off limits. The safety and security of the capitals is in the hands of the speaker of the house. That's Nancy Pelosi. She should be front and center in all of this, but she's been protected the entire way. And, you know, I look, I just see this for what it is. This is why we call it a sewer and a swamp. This is political theater. They're not looking for solutions. If they were, it would be obvious. Um, you know, the only people that seem to care about it are, are the lunatics that believed in the Trump-Russia collusion hoax and believed that Hunter's laptop was phony. The ones that always get it wrong on MSDNC, the, the conspiracy theory channel. Oh, yeah. Well, the corruption is so thick over there. I mean, even it just goes to show with with Nancy Pelosi's husband how that, you know, DUI thing has pretty much gotten swept under the rug. And if it was me or you, it'd be, you know, or well, you, it would be front page news for like six months. Front page news, whether it's true or not for me, I've kind of given up on any sense of fairness. But, you know, John, here's the here's the best part. November's coming quickly. This is. I look at November right now, not as a slam dunk. I am. I'm very cautiously optimistic, and it's an opportunity for us to change course. It's an opportunity to stop the boat of America. If you look at America as a boat, we're be, we're sinking. We're taking on so much water in so many different areas. It's it's the first step to get the, the ship righted. It's not so much even that I want the investigations we were talking to Jordan about. It's that I want this country. I don't want Americans suffering the way they are needlessly. I want the rule of law to mean something in this country. Joe Biden's aiding and abetting law breaking at the border. All of this was preventable with the economy. All of it was preventable with Afghanistan. Frankly, all of it was preventable at the border and with in the in the case of Vladimir Putin. Had Joe Biden cared enough and was engaged enough and strong enough and and aware enough of what day it is that we could have prevented it all. 
Anyway, John, thank you. Lisa, Missouri. Next, Sean Hannity Show. How are you, Lisa? I'm fine, Sean. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Good. Um, I, I don't understand. My, my, I'll just get right to it. I don't understand. I was on a rampage yesterday. What the goal, what the goal is of destroying the United States from the inside out? What is it a, a one world government? Is that what they're trying to do? Because I don't understand the end game. The I, I, I think the end game is obvious. They, they're saying what it is. They, they want an America that is a socialist utopia. They want the Bernie Biden manifesto. They want new Green Deal socialism, guaranteed government jobs, guaranteed pay, guaranteed health care, guaranteed healthy food, guaranteed free college, guaranteed, guaranteed, guaranteed. In other words, they, they want that socialist utopia. What, the problem is, and I wrote a whole chapter in Live Free or Die about it, socialism and the, its history of failure. It's it's come under many names, many manifestations under over the years, and each time the results are predictable. That the promises are never fulfilled, utopia is never reached. You end up with more poverty and less freedom, and you don't find out about the less freedom part until after they've implemented all of this. That 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 is their stated goal. That's what they've been trying to do. You know, explain the logic behind. It's okay for us to import the lifeblood of our economy from nations that hate us, but we won't drill domestically. We won't frack domestically. Makes no sense. So the stated goal is that America be that utopia. Does that make sense? It does. And, and, and I agree with you 100%. And in my opinion, the only way to change that is to get those people that have been in the swamp for 50 years doing it the way they've always done it and getting new people in to to, to, I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want a new America. I want to put it back the way it was intended to be, the way it was founded on. I, that's what I want. I want it back the way it was, not a new America. I don't want that. I want it back the way it's supposed to be, the way it's supposed to be ran. And until you get new congressmen in there to get rid of all the old swamp, how's it going to change? How is it, it going to happen? It, it, it won't. I mean, that's why I say this is an inflection point, tipping point election. And I'll use every cliche that exists, but it is all of that. All right, back to our busy phones. Uh, Kevin is in New York. Kevin on the Sean Hannity Show. Hi. Hey, Sean, thank you very much. And you spoke very well about Rush Lumbaugh. You hit it on the money. He was a gentleman. Um, Definitely. So my, my, yep. my question to you is, um, so, uh, Donald Trump, President Trump, did a wonderful job, in my, my opinion, and his uh, political philosophy was, was perfect, dead on. He did wonderful things for the country. And I think most Republicans and moderate Democrats are uh, – were respected Trump as far as his presidency. You know, a lot of some people now are like, uh, we're done with Trump. You know, maybe we'll move on to the next one, maybe DeSantis. But I think Trump is, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to vote for Trump if he does run. Uh, and because of his political philosophies. But as you know, a lot of people voted based on emotions. And, you know, they didn't like Trump's personality and such. What does Trump, President Trump, have to do to win back those people? That's one question. And the other question is, um, is there going to be friction between the, the Republican Party? Because, you know, the Republican Party doesn't want Trump in there. Well, let, let me and, answer because you know, I'm running out of time. Number one, the media mob would love it. Democrats would love 
uh, intramural infighting. Do I think there'll be some primary by some people? I do. Do I think it's Donald Trump's to lose? Uh, yeah, I do. I think he'd be the odds on favorite as of now. Is he definitely going to run? We don't know yet. We're reading that he is. You know, let's get through this election and, and 2024 will we'll kick in immediately like the next day. You know, I, I just think that we've got too much to focus on in the moment to think start thinking too far out ahead. And I think that the Make America First, uh, Make America Great Again agenda, America First agenda is the agenda for the future. Um, and look, I mean, there, there are sometimes contentious primaries, and that's part of the process if some people want to do it. Um, I don't think there's any doubt Ron DeSantis is a prime candidate to be president one day. I don't, I've, as of today, I have no doubt that he could be a great president. Um, if he ran in 2024, he literally would just win his race for reelection. And then the process starts in January, believe it or not, of, of 2023, picking a nominee. So he'd have to get back out on the road and he'd be away from Florida that whole time. I'm not sure if that would be the best move for him if I would advise him. But do I think he's an heir apparent to one of the, you know, uh, he's part of a deep bench Republicans have? Absolutely. Um, and, you know, it's just too early to start talking about. Let's let's first win 2022. Then we will have plenty of time to talk about 24. All right. I appreciate the call. 800-941-SHAWN is on number. You want to be a part of the program. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. Now, the same Hollywood that sold the American dream, they are now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Now, you can join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in the Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some of the major studios. Now, don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. And for a limited time, you can watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.